Dying, he destroyed our death. Rising, he restored our life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my friend, the legendary basketball player from St. John's University, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. And this is the second part of our reflection and meditation on the Stations of the Cross. Tonight we're doing Stations 8 through 14. Once again, we do this in order to help draw us more deeply into the love of Christ, his love for us, and so that we may love him uh, evermore. So let's begin, Frank, with the eighth station, Jesus meets the women of Jerusalem. Yes, here Jesus is in great pain, but he stops to offer words of encouragement to these women. And how many times in our lives are we so self-absorbed that we forget the needs of others? And we don't like to think of ourselves as self-absorbed, but we all are. We have to find out where it is and kind of root that out. I ask Jesus to please help me to remember that others have crosses and to help me to respond to those needs, even when I'm busy or preoccupied with myself. All that it takes sometimes, as we know, is just a word of encouragement, a hug, a visit. Um, ask yourself, do I recognize Jesus in the kindness of others? Yeah. You know, we know that Jesus had been abandoned by his followers. That When he was arrested, they ran away. These women were among the few who stayed. And we're all we're often tempted to abandon the Lord for the comforts of the world. It's better on this reflection that we try to emulate these women of Jerusalem and remain always with Jesus. Yes. Okay. The ninth, the ninth station, Frank, is Jesus falls a third time. Yeah. Here, Jesus not only falls, he kind of collapses under the weight of the cross. Right. And the emotional weight and physical weight must have been unbearable because, you know, at this point, he knows he's getting closer to the worst part. And Jesus always lifts us up in uh, our times of crushing disappointment. And he's always ready to go the extra mile if we just ask his help. Do we recall with deep gratitude, you know, people who gave us a helping hand when we were down? Let, let us show gratitude by doing the same for someone else during the day. Yeah. I mean, three times he fell and yet he persisted. So he is our best model in time of weakness and struggle. I know when I was diagnosed with, with cancer and very worried about the prospects at that time, mm -hmm. a wise priest said to me, stay close to our Lord and he will keep you strong. And of course he was right. And I'm a witness and many of us who have gone through this kind of thing are witnesses. Uh, the 10th station is Jesus is stripped of his garments. Yeah. The, um, the martyrdom of nakedness is immense for a pure soul. It was a time in Carthage when the Christians were thrown to wild beasts, but this didn't seem to bother them. Mm -hmm. So the magistrates figured out it was much more humiliating for them to be exposed naked before the crowds. If these martyrs suffered so much from this, how great was this indignity to Jesus? Think about all the immodest fashions, the movies, the pornography, and all that's out there mm -hmm. today. How much pain did this cause mm -hmm. Jesus Let's pray for um, to fight against these fashions, especially in our own families. So true. I mean, Jesus is stripped of everything and mm -hmm. stood exposed to the jeers and contempt of the people he loved. So we ask God to clothe us 
with genuine love of others so that our hearts are never filled with bitterness or contempt for other people. The uh, the 11th station, Jesus is nailed to the cross. Yeah, Golgotha was a hill where all the rejected stones were dumped. It's kind of ironic that the stone the builders rejected became the cornerstone of this hill. Right. Willingly and humbly, it was, it was love that made him accept this cross for us. The nails rubbed on his nerves. There was constant pain. The pain was all over his body and it was excruciating. The fact that he could speak was remarkable. When we measure our suffering against this, if we are in God's grace, we'll be able to bear it because we draw strength from the suffering of Jesus. It's amazing. I mean, the sufferings that he endured were so much greater than we realize or think about. That's why we, re we reflect on them. Those spikes were nailed into his wrists because mm -hmm. the palms of the hands, of course, can't support the weight of a body. Right. And when in this hanging position, the body of the crucified victim sags and collapses the diaphragm. So it's impossible to breathe. You have to pull yourself up to breathe. Right. So the cause of death for, for crucifixion uh, victims was suffocation. And they no longer had the strength to pull themselves up. So he endured the agony of pulling up with his wrists for every breath he took for over three hours. And the reason to think about that is this was something very terrible that he went through for us. And now we, that gets us to the 12th station. Jesus dies on the cross. Yeah, the first words Jesus uttered were, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amazing. So often, right, our first reaction is revenge. We have to try not to let memories of past hurts and injustices to allow that to become a controlling force in our lives. I once heard that forgiveness protects us from being stuck on our own self-made cross. We've all caused hurt and been hurt, and our weak nature is always in need of God's mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Be ready to ask for forgiveness when we've hurt someone, and be ready to forgive someone who has hurt you. Never forget, God's mercy is greater than any of our sins. Amen. And when this moment arrives in our procession, we kneel and bow our heads Mm -hmm. So we mourn and reflect quietly. And from this moment on, we will reach out to the risen Christ who conquers death and restores our lives. Yes. The 13th station, the body of Jesus is taken down from the cross. Yeah, Jesus is lanced in the side by the soldiers and blood and water now flows from his side. It's a mysterious image of the sacraments of baptism and the Eucharist, you know, by which the church is constantly reborn. From the open heart of Jesus. The image of the Blessed Mother and Jesus is one of loss, love, and grief. Sadness and grief from the loss of a child are especially painful. Jesus knows grief, we're told. He wept at the death of Lazarus. Right. Lazarus. Now imagine how much he loved. Uh, Jesus loved Lazarus. Right. Imagine, imagine God crying over you dying. <laughs> he must have been a great guy. Our loved one's memories do not live in the pain of our grief. Our loved one's memories live in us. And I ask Mary to help us to embrace our grief, grief with love, tenderness, and hope. Yes, and we all, of course, endure grief. It's good to know, it's consoling, that God did not deny himself or his mother human sorrow. And it was depicted so beautifully in the Pieta, 
this was not the first experience at separation, right? When 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 did Joseph die, leaving Mary a single mother and denying Jesus the consolation and security of a of an earthly father during his uh, his growth and his trials? The Holy Family is a model for us as they all experience comparable sadness and grief to what we go through. The 14th station, Jesus is laid in the tomb. It is finished. Jesus wishes us to practice detachment when he says, whoever wishes to follow me must deny himself, take up his cross Mm -hmm. and follow me. As we look at this scene, let us think about what needs to be buried in our lives. Is it our pride, our passions, maybe our possessions or anything that takes us away from the true goal, Mm -hmm. which is to get to heaven? Let us rid ourselves of thoughts like I can do whatever I want. It's my life. I can control it or I'm in charge. All these thoughts are false and will lead to our downfall. St. Francis has a great quote on his deathbed, and he said it to his brothers. He said, I have done what is mine to do. May Christ now teach you to do what is yours to do. Amen. Oh, nice. He, Jesus tells us to die to ourselves. So our prayer here is help us, Lord, to so empty ourselves of self-concern that we may see more clearly your hand in every failure and your victory in every defeat through Christ, who is our Lord. Amen. Amen. And I'll tell you what, Frank, I, I, I'm glad you brought this up and encouraged us to talk about and think about and pray about this, because really, anytime you're feeling any thoughts of being down, depressed, anything that you go through, anything negative, I, the stations will bring you into a different place if you just go to them and spend time with the Stations of the Cross. Yeah, it's a great devotion. And like we said in the first podcast about them, they don't have to be done formally. Just looking at the stations one by one and coming up with a thought about what you're looking at is really, really uh, an important devotion and a great devotion aside from the other ones that we practice. Amen. So that concludes our reflection on the Stations of the Cross. And we invite you folks to follow us and like us or send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. We're getting some great notes. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot, and I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks. God bless, Deacon.